first very special interview episode with our very first former contestant. I cannot believe it. I am incredibly excited. It has been so difficult to not talk about it because mm-hmm. we knew this was happening. We knew there were rumblings. And for me, it's our dream return contestant. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know our who else one. I would want. I don't know who else I would really like this. I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly who I'd want. Um, we've been big fans of this person uh, the whole season, the whole season. And we feel like we were actually robbed not getting more episodes than we did with him. So we're so happy to get a full podcast episode with him today. If you haven't already guessed it, he's from the beauty tribe, we love him to death. The host of the Purple Pants podcast, the wonderful Bryce Isaiah. Woo! I'm, truly, I got chills. I got chills. Um, <laughs> we recorded this episode. It was so much fun and such a joy. You must follow him and listen to his podcast. It's the best energy. And truly, I tell him he is a star. So please enjoy our episode with Bryce Isaiah. How has podcasting been for you guys so far? It's been fun. I think it's been really good. Yeah. We were like real life friends. And now this is a really good way to keep seeing each other. Mm-hmm. And we love Survivor. And it's kind yeah. of new for both of us. It happened during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it's been really fun to so get to whole, talk about it. So your host was just 20 years late. Y'all was like, you know what? We just <laughs> want <laughs> Even longer. Yes, absolutely. We were like... <laughs> very much sleeping on something that everyone was like, no, this is good. This has been going on for a long time. Welcome to the party. You're very late. Yes. But I mean, very <laughs> fashionably late. How I would oh, like to say. Thank so. you. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you. It's the shorts. It's Jenny shorts. And it's I'm going to take credit for right those too. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I am absolutely recording on QuickTime. If you don't mind clapping with us, Bryce. Okay. Yeah. We're going to okay. count it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can we do the spirit fingers though? Y'all gotta like do the like, okay, yeah. Right, yeah I feel yeah, like yeah. that's Thank, yeah. better energy. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Okay. 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 All, all right. On the count of three, we're all gonna clap. Okay. okay. One, two, three. Got it. Perfect. Clap. The Gorgeous. claps happened. The clap it happened. happened. We love it. It happened them. and we love it. <laughs> it. It did happen. We're a little offbeat, but you know, that's fine. 3LW wasn't built in a day, so. <laughs> That is so true. And that is who we are trying to mold ourselves after. So. Ultimately, we try, we yes. Try. I'll be Notori. So, you know, this will be my one one episode. <laughs> and then, you know, I'll go to power and you guys can go on to great things. Exactly. Oh exactly. And um, Bryce, the one, the two other things I want to say are that... Um, I'm, I've been kind of bopping around in Survivor, so watching different seasons, but Lita has only watched up to season 28, so okay. she, she doesn't know. I don't know things. Anything that happens after the fact. So we love, so ideally no spoilers if we can avoid it. We'd okay. love to talk all about season 28 for sure, but mm-hmm. um, we don't know who comes back 
Even though oh. some people come back. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Girl, I don't even know. So, girl, I'm right there with your leader. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Honestly, very, very helpful. Yeah, the, the gag is, is that we both started Survivor during the pandemic. Um, I'm a purist. And I was like, I have to start from the top and work my way through, like, chronologically to just, like, see how the show evolves. Right. And Jenny was like, I'm on it. I'm going to look at the like the 20 best seasons. And, and that's girl, what she season did. Season 28 is right here. But I will say so. this without being a spoiler or anything. Mm-hmm. Kagiana's beloved. And it yeah, is, yes. you know, so whatever you take for whatever you think that means. But Kagiyan is a beloved season. So that's I all. I mean, wink, no, wink. that is perfect. That is perfect because that is what we, that's why we picked it. That's why People have been responding in a way of like, oh, you picked such a good season. We're like, yes. So we're really very, very happy. And it's funny because when we were, when I was casted for my season of Kagyan, which is like not normal in the sense of I was not a super survivor fan. I'm going to just say Mm -hmm. that when Uh I was like in college, one of my best friends slash my cousin loved Survivor. And this was back in the day. I feel like I'm aging myself when Survivor was on Thursday nights. (laughs) So the real Survivor fans know it was on Thursday nights. So, and I had like Tuesday, Thursday classes in college. So it was like Thursday night was like, bitch, that's my Friday. So my cousin like really put me on to Survivor. And so Thursday nights, I really like, I, this is like, it's good and it's bad, but I associate like my Survivor nights with like drinking and like almost having a good time. So I remember the first season that I watched, I don't even remember. It was like the, I don't even remember the name. I just know it was like Sari Fields was on there. And mm-hmm. I Love honestly, her. girl, that's my idol. Yes. Okay, same. <laughs> honestly, she's top player she, for me. And in and, and real life, she really is like the same person. She is honestly the best. But I remember watching the show and I was like, Bitch, I could be on there. Like, if I wanted to be, I could be on there. And I randomly sent in a audition tape, like, online. Mm-hmm. And this was back in the day when I had, like, an iPhone 5. And I could not figure out how to, like, I, I made a three-minute video. And I could not figure out how to, like, compress her mm-hmm. to be able to send it. And at that point in time, I had a couple cocktails in me. And I'm like, you know what? I got work in the morning. I just, like, cropped it to a minute and sent it. And like a week later, they called me back. But I'm telling you the story to say that I knew that Kagiyan was going to be special in the sense of like after for season 28, I had been keeping up and they had went through the cycle of like returnee seasons, mm-hmm. like three seasons in a row. So we was tired of them old girls. Like we yeah. want like <laughs> new blood. So it was really something special for Kagiyan. And they're currently filming season 41 and 42. Mm-hmm. And Due to the pandemic, us Survivor fans, like, we've gone a whole year without any Survivor. So I'm really excited for what 41 and 42 will bring because mm-hmm. I think that it's, it is it is very much so reminiscent of season 28. Like, where oh, we're fiending yeah. for new blood. But sorry yes. to ramble real quick. but you know. Oh, no, I love it. And I feel like we're fully already in it. Well, and I was obsessed. about to say, that's how you know it's a good podcast <laughs> when it's like, Bitch, how we just start podcasting? Like we just started. We all girlfriends, right? <laughs> it just happened. Yes, season twenty-eight was truly thrilling for me because even though yes, I knew Survivor existed, I had heard some like people's names. I was like familiar with some people. So like when I saw them, I was like, oh, I've seen you before. I know you're going to be a big player. But season twenty-eight, I knew nothing. I was like truly coming in with with no preconceived notion. So it was very very thrilling for me to like 
watch and just be like, oh my God, I'm so glad this like season was cast so well. Oh my God. The best. I just thought everyone, I was like, I love them. I love them all. There's no duds. So, and uh, present company, definitely not like you, ex- oh, especially. A couple surprise. duds though, but you know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll say that for later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and even during my time, I remember when we, uh, when we all flew out to LA and I remember mm-hmm. they brought us all down to the, the waiting room of our hotel before we like had to like get on these buses. And oh I remember God, okay. saying like, oh my God, ooh, oh, like, Cliff, I call him Uncle Cliff, rest is Pete. Rest oh is soul. my gosh, I know. But I remember being like, what? The? I was like, oh, bitch, I'm on the wrong season. What the hell? We, <laughs> we got giants. And then I saw Jatia <laughs> and then I yes. saw Tasha. And I was like, oh, my God, we are like at the time we were the most diverse cast. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. mean, that's a good thing. But also like, girl, this is 20. 20- 14. Why is only four black people in here? Yeah. But I remember just being like, oh my God, this is going to be so exciting. And then when I saw the tribe breakouts, I'm like, oh my God, Tasha and Jatia, two like black females on a tribe together. Like yeah. how amazing yeah. like, how for cool. the viewers will that be? So I just remember being a fan when I just started seeing the people at the hotel. I yeah. felt like I'm on the wrong season because, like, what the hell are we doing? I remember seeing like Garrett, like, doing oh my like, god m- muscle curls. <laughs> so and I'm like, oh, hot. child, I know, girl. Garrett used to be my best friend on <gasps> Survivor, like mm-hmm. when we, because mm-hmm. you know, spoiler alert, hoes only made it to the third season, third episode. I but know. We went know. on a, a trip, and Garrett and I uh-huh. really became really good friends. And um, after that, it was very, you know. You'd be like, oh my God, we're going to be family for life. You, me and you, my cool dada. You know, giving you color purple. And yeah, Garrett just turned out to be just a dud. So oh, yeah. No. But he is know. nice to look at sometimes. Yeah. Yes, he is. He was very hot on that brains tribe. We yes. got to say. Yeah. So how did you feel when you heard that it was going to be brains, beauty, and brawn? So I, for 2.3 <laughs> seconds, when, he, when Jeff said it, I'm like, well, what tribe are we? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, we must, well, like, okay, go figure the openly gay black guys on the beauty tribe. <laughs> um, but sure. I mean, honestly, I think I felt as though I could have been on any of the tribes, but I was very happy mm-hmm. to be on the beauty tribe. I mean, listen, hey, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gorgeous. No, I, I, I loved that so many people could almost be verse in different tribes. Oh, like, yes. Like, oh, you mm-hmm. speak this language, but you also speak the language. Like, obviously you're such, you're so smart and such a smart player. And I feel like there's, there were a couple like key players where I was like, oh, you can like hinge. You can like do it all, which I think yes. is really very, very cool. It's like, it's, it's almost like what gets you in the door kind mm-hmm. of mentality, right? Yeah. But also another spoiler alert. Yes. When I came out there and when we, you know, arrived up on the boat, okay, feeling like a yeah. million, I, I, I was feeling like Saucy Santana, like, let me see yeah. you walk, walk, <laughs> walk, walk. Okay, I was feeling myself. But mm-hmm. I also was so upset in the sense of a lot of this, like the survivor homework that I had did. And I did mm-hmm. my homework. Mm. Yes. I was preparing for a two tribe like breakdown okay the three tribe threw a bitch for a loop that i was not like i honestly was not ready to be in such small like one i know i i was i didn't know at the time but like i was i'm the first openly gay black player to play Mm -hmm. so i knew Mm -hmm. going out there i would have Mm -hmm. a target on my back but i figure you know 
hey, girl, hey, I'd be able to like maneuver. But child, they put me on the Kentucky fried chicken tribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All the Southerners, ugh. all those white. So Southern. Yeah, you can call Jenny. You can call them white. They were. Is white. They were okay? White. Am I yeah, allowed to say they're all? Yeah, they were white. They were white. Yeah. I tried to fit in. I'm like, we cousins, y'all. Yes. <laughs> it didn't work. I know we were so robbed, Bryce. You were robbed, yeah. but the viewers were also robbed because I would have loved more episodes with you. Me I, too. It, and I'll be honest, ladies, it was a it was a hard pill to swallow in mm. the the essence of I did not come out there to lose. Like I no. like yeah. I didn't come out there to win. Now let me now that probably <laughs> okay. was like that probably was issue number one. But what I did come out there for was to make the merge. Now the type mm, of survivor of fan that I am, I live for the merge feast. Like, yes. call me weird, but I'm always like, who is scrambling the eggs? What's the juice looking like? <laughs> yeah. What's the pup? Like, I'm oh just God. so weird in that way. And so that's really for me. I was like, I just got to make. But well, one, I'm from Philly. So I was like, mm-hmm. I can't be first out. Yeah. That's no. one. And two, no. we just got to make the merge. I so know. It was like, yeah, it, it, it was a little sad. And I remember when I got voted out and I went back to Ponderosa and like mm-hmm. the first night, Girls got drunk. So I Good. like, you know, got As drunk. You must. Yeah. Grew up. Because <laughs> like literally, they're like, Do you want to eat Bryce? I'm like, no. They're no, like, no. you want to take a shower? I'm like, where mm. is the bar? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And so I woke up the next morning and I, I'll be honest, I cried because I was mm, upset course. because I was just like, ugh. But yeah. I remember telling myself that morning that I was like, you know what? There are millions of people that apply for this show. I was on it and, you know, I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm never going to like look back and feel bad for myself. And honestly, like Mm -hmm. since that morning, I've never looked back and felt bad about like what happened. Now, the older I get and the more I realize things in motion, I um, it really empowers me to use my voice um, in the Mm -hmm. sense of. I don't know, like, if you guys been keeping up, but over, like, the last year and a half, like, Jatia, uh, Wendell, uh, Sabrina, Thompson Mitchell, uh, Julia Carter from Dave vs. Goliath, we've really used our voice to speak up and say, like, okay, hey, guys, uh, within this last year of the civil rights movement mm-hmm. that's been going on, it's not okay just to have one and two Black people on a survivor season. Like, no. you know. Yeah. What's up with the diversity? And so mm-hmm. we really, like, used our voices to really speak up. And to our surprise, Well, it was nerve wracking because I'll say in the sense of the survivor community, everybody wants to play again. Mm -hmm. And any home Mm -hmm. that say, oh, I don't want to play again, I'm over. (laughs) They're lying. (laughs) It's this unspoken rule in the community that like, even though we're not in the game anymore, Mm -hmm. like it's still going on. Like anytime you make a connection with somebody, it's like, you know, it's still going on. So It's also like we were nervous that like if we speak up about this, like with Survivor, like with Mm -hmm. CBS blackball us. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't Mm -hmm. a sense of us like trying to call CBS, not CVS, okay, but CVS. Call them out for their long receipts. CVS, CVS. you're on blast. Oh, child, with them coupons. Like, why am I sitting here and y'all printing out a whole girl? That is so real. That's so real. But no, with uh, CBS, we weren't, we didn't want to call them out. We really wanted to call them in to say like, Mm -hmm. hey guys, these are our real live experience from actually being contestants on the show. Mm -hmm. And 
we love you so much that you guys can do better. And here's a way in which that you can do better. It's not like we're just one of those people that are just like, y'all ain't doing right. Like we really came with like an action plan as to mm-hmm. how you can do better. We, and we showed them real lives experiences of the different tropes over the years that they have used. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and see, yeah. they were so responsive to it. It was like crazy. And so again, why I'm so excited for season 41 and 42 is that like, you know, they have come out and said that they are committed to 50 percent by pop yes, yes and i'm just like yeah hell yeah same same it's yeah. I'm, I'm honestly thank you thank you for being one of those voices to say something because it is something that's always tricky when watching a show that has a, a long history you know since 20 since 2000 from like 2021 or i started in 2020 um it's been so obvious w- when watching to be right. like oh you guys target People that aren't white, basically, like your BIPOCs, like I'm it was refreshing to not have a BIPOC voted off in like the first round of this. And of course, like people, I think, were robbed. And it's 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 under the surface. It's so obvious the racial loaded undertones. And you're like, God, I want to watch this. But like and we've talked about this because we've finished this season on our podcast about um what it's like to watch a season where cops are so present and mm. like that becomes such a mm. very triggering, really yeah. triggering. And right now, like, you know, over the over the past uh, episodes that we've had, I would always like presume or make a guess of who I thought was going to win at the end of each of our episodes. And I personally had a problem ever saying that I thought a cop would win. Mm. And of course, mm. you know, um, I was incorrect, but, <laughs> but it's just like it's. It's who cops are to me now in right. watching this. I have it's there's oh my gosh, just the loadedness of like setting up spy shack. Like it's so it, much. It's, oof, it, it's, it's so much. It's real life experience. And it's yeah. it, it's it's very the one thing that I give Survivor credit in the essence of it's real. Like they get mm-hmm. real people. Like, you know, they are like, you know, their their real life experience is their real life experience. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. what I love Survivor is that why I champion it so much is because it can be a teachable lesson Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, I am very much so like random. So I'm a podcaster too. So of course I love your podcast, the purple pants podcast. Everyone should be listening to you better be. Oftentimes I go on random tangents and here's another one. So just go with me. Feel free to rein me in. We're obsessed. We would never go, go free. No horse trainers here. We'll let you ride. Butterfly. That's what I got. Yes. Come on. Yes. Butterfly. (laughs) But for instance, like, and this is literally yesterday and another random tangent of random tangent since the quarantine target has become my playground. Like I literally Mm -hmm. in my schedule, I go to target Tuesdays (laughs) and Fridays just because like, I just, it is what it is. So I literally was going to Target on Tuesday and it's like 7.30 in the morning. Now, why I'm going so early, I don't know. But I'm like driving to Target and I happen to look up and I'm like, oh, there's a cop behind me. And my heart starts beating. Yeah. And I'm like, I had to remind myself, bitch, you're not doing anything wrong. So it's yeah. like, there is this very much so like, like distrust between people of color and police officers. And so Mm -hmm. I think what is good about Survivor is that they put real people on there. And I also think that it is good to say that like all cops are not bad cops. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, Tony is a great example of that. And that, you know, Tony is crazy as hell. That's my brother, but I love him. (laughs) And I think that, you know, even him living in his truth about cops 
and the mm-hmm. cops arrest them, all of that stuff. I think it also gets to show you that like they're human as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can't lump all bad cops in with like, we can't lump all the bad cops in with the good cops. However, we can't dissolve the bad cops to act like they don't exist and, like, you know, just smile over and say, oh, no, he ain't really do Like, you know, so I think that Survivor is, like, the biggest social experiment. And I think that it really teaches people to grow and learn, which is why we were so adamant with, you know, pursuing this with Survivor. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times... Sometimes the only black people that will ever come into some of these people's living rooms is through Survivor. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so you've got to do a better job of not only representation, you've got to do a better job of telling our story. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the issue as well, too. If you got all of these, and for instance, for me, mm-hmm. I'm the first openly gay black player to play Survivor. And mm-hmm. I have these white men telling my story. They don't know what it's like to be a queer black man. They don't yeah. know that, mm-hmm. like, you know, so a lot of, like, you know, my gripe, which isn't really a gripe, is that, like, you only really get to see the one-liners, the snarkiness mm-hmm. of me, like, and I just hated the fact that when I went out on Survivor, you know, my, like, r- like person that I looked to as a, a figure for me was, like, Colton. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to be anything like him in the sense of I'm not lazy. Uh, a bitch can work. I'm athletic. Like, I really want mm-hmm. to show that, guess what? I don't fit the normal, like, gay person. Like, I might be snarky. I might be sassy. But guess what? I can run. Guess what? I can mm-hmm. fight. Guess what? I can. And I, that's my one thing that I feel like, you know, had they had a queer person of color in the editing room or producer, mm-hmm. they may have been able to be like, you know what? There is something more to this little boy with these tight purple pants yes and you know but it is some people have to crawl so others can walk and i truly want live by that model that baby boy i was crawling in those purple pants so that on season 41 and 42 and on and so on that somebody else can walk that someone else can run because i am i don't i'm acting like i'm on my podcast right now i got a bet no absolutely i yeah love it I'm screaming for the day that we have a gay person, a person of color that mm-hmm. we, like, you know, that listen, mm-hmm. hopefully it's me, but yes, you know, yes. whoever uh, I'm just fingers crossed. Yes. Please, please God. <laughs> that is. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. And I think you're right. Survivor is the ultimate social experiment. And that's why it's so important to like, say like, okay, this is where we were in 2014. We see our holes. Like let's, make this better right. because for people like I hope it just keeps moving forward in a way that is more inclusive and diverse and not, you know, not just right. People's old, old ideals that they're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I saw it on Survivor. So I guess that's the way things still yeah. are. Like and- we can change that, I think. And I love the idea of like diversifying the crew and production. And I'm, I'm sure I hope Absolutely. that's all and I just want to speak to the trolls for a second mm-hmm. yes. because they're always like, like, I, I hate the fact that someone's just going to get on there because they're, they're black or, or they're, they're Indian or they're Asian. Um, excuse me, ho. We ain't never say that the qualifications of a good character has to change. We are mm-hmm. saying that you need to look deeper in the pools of other places. So that's a critique that I've been getting in the trolls of the mm-hmm. reddits and the Twitter worlds of like, Oh, I just don't want a, person of color on my screen just to meet a quota. No, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. I'm saying find the good people like y'all always do. Like Survivor yeah. does a great job. And like, mm-hmm. look at, look at Survivor, like, look at Kagiyan. We are all 
crazy as hell in our own right. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all know, y'all can find, when y'all know, when y'all see a good person, y'all know. So mm-hmm. we're just saying, make sure you look in places maybe y'all haven't looked before. Yes, yes. And, and you know what? From me, maybe I want to see a lot of people of color on screen. How about yeah, that? So right, maybe, right. maybe I'm the audience. Maybe that's what I want to see. Because right. I think it's important to see yourself reflected mm-hmm. in these worlds, in, in, every, in every sector. But I think it's like, if we're going to talk about what the world looks like, my world, I want it to be reflected. Right. Right. Like my world does not look like a like some people are like, well, people of color only make up a certain. Period. Well, listen, I don't know where you live at, but mm-hmm. where I live at, my world don't look like the survivor screen all the time. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. It, it's just not so. And yeah, I feel like they're so worried about like making it reflective of the world. Like, no, make it a. Uh, they're like they're want to make it a microcosm. Don't make it a microcosm. Make it a euphoria. Make it mm-hmm. what the what make it what the world should be. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. All right. Sorry. I feel like I was preaching. Yeah. Uh, amen. Sorry. No, we, we're we're in your choir choir and we are singing. Oh, okay. So yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> no. I'm love the alto. It. <laughs> I am also the alto. Oh, no. I cannot sing and I'm loving it in the back. I'm singing along, but I'm not on stage. Girl, we're going to get you a tambourine, Jenny, girl. Yeah, I, love, yes. I love a little tambourine. Yes. <laughs> I love a little maraca, a little shaker. Oh, yeah. Anything, anything to just get the party going. Absolutely. Right. Um, Bryce, I do want to know. So you mentioned that you did a lot of prep leading yes. up to going to Kagayan. And I want to know, what was it? What prep did you do? Girl, first of all, I was like in the best shape of my life. I was mm-hmm. like super fit. Um, I slept outside. <gasps> How much? Yeah, a lot. I mean, girl, two months, you know, okay. just <laughs> enough. You yes. know, I slept outside. I, on my lunch breaks at work, I went swimming three mm-hmm. times a week. Okay. I wanted to Ooh. like improve the speed of my swimming. Um, I did puzzles. I, I really, mm-hmm. I really tried to like get myself together. Like mm-hmm. the, the one thing that I will say that I fell short at um, was for me getting my emotions in check. I oh. like, you know, I knew I would go out there and I would be spicy, but, and I knew it was a numbers mm-hmm. game, but it's just different when you watch it on TV or, and then when we like, girl, we vote in Jenny out tonight. And <laughs> yeah. I don't, you, you just don't prepare for that because I'm mm-hmm. from Philly. Bitch, you say my name, we fighting. Like, it's not like, and you know, when yeah. I heard that it was me, mm-hmm. I just lost all of my strategicness. And mm-hmm. I just was like, you want to fight? Let's go. Mm-hmm. And that is mm-hmm. one thing that I feel like is the my biggest downfall of Survivor because at my vote, you know, they, they mm-hmm. vote, put three votes on myself, three votes on uh, Alexis, and there was like three votes on Morgan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. If you watch the episode, Jeffra is like literally telling Morgan and I what's going on. And mm-hmm. I knew that. And I'm like, and again, myself is like, oh, me and Morgan are a duo. We go, mm-hmm. like, you know, and what I just forgot is like, baby boy, it's self-preservation. Mm-hmm. You, even if you have to break your trust, if that is to get you to the next episode, the next day, you have to do that. And that's where I fell short at. I could have so easily just put Morgan's name down the yeah. first time and baby, Kageyama will look so different. 
Um, mm-hmm. So that is the one thing that mm-hmm. I, I, I did not prepare was the emotional ramifications that come with being on Survivor. Like, it's all fun. You starving, you all of that. But like, it's just, you know, when they say your name. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. How, how do you prepare? You know, right. how do you? Get ready for that. I know because anytime anyone's mad at me or I'm like worried about like how things are going, I'm nervous. So how do you turn that off? Right. How do you turn that off and, and when you're playing the mention, game? Yes. And you hungry and you sleeping outside. You oh can't God, make it. so It's hungry. raining on you. You sm- you smelling Jeremiah's morning breath every morning. And it's like <laughs> it's infuriating you. Like, you yeah. know, they just don't tell you about those things when you're applying. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> no one told me about everyone else's breath. I was just like mm-hmm. taking care of myself, and now <laughs> I have to deal. Well, it's also first of all, I feel like it's morning breath etiquette. I don't know if anybody's in a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I'm currently single, ready to mingle. But you know, okay. when I was in my relationship, you know, and I would wake up and I would have you know a little morning morning breath breath. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be all up in his face like, "What you want to do?" Like you know, you could be <laughs> like, "What's up, Jeremiah?" On the other hand. Oh? Would be like, good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird because I am a natural, like I experience through smell. Mm. Like some people like to touch, some people like I could be walking down the street and I smell something and it literally can bring me back to like being seven years old playing in my grandma's mm. backyard with all my cousins. So I am like a cataloger smeller. Like if somebody's oh, wow. like, ooh, don't go buy that trash, Bryce, it smells. Like the inner me is like, ooh, go buy it, Bryce, and smell it. Like I just <laughs> have so to know, go. <laughs> I can to this day, like I still can remember what Jeremiah's morning breath smells <laughs> like. Oh my it's God. Like, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart, as the <gasps> Southerners would say. Yes. You know? Absolutely. I can't. Well, speaking of speaking yeah. of smells, there we do want to know some, something if you could share, sure. which is um, what does Jeff Probst smell like? Yeah, what does so, Jeff smell like? You know, Jeff <laughs> actually smells. He smells like he doesn't have a scent. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, wow. like yeah. you know. There and I, I was child wasn't around him a lot, but I was maybe around Jeff four or five times, and every mm-hmm. time I've never like I've and mind you, you know me, I'm like oof, catalog this scent price. <laughs> he didn't have a scent, like he okay. like it it, it 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 was like he didn't have scent, but it was very like fresh, mm-hmm. but no mm-hmm. scent. Like I just like I there is nothing about his scent that I could remember about him. Good to know. Good to That's know. That's really just, important to know. We did yeah. put that question down on our document of things we wanted to ask you. <laughs> I was like, this is actually a perfect segue. I'm like, it's what I was going to Because you never know. But I'm, all, I'm also sure that given, you know, I feel like you're baking in everyone's own. Everyone's baking their own sense. Yes. So just to like be present with someone that like has access to showers mm. and toothbrushes, you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, I guess you smell like nothing and clean. <laughs> exquisite exquisite that's what we want well you don't really come that close to jeff yeah. in the games mm-hmm. and child mm-hmm. i didn't win immunity so he ain't put nothing on my neck oh, I ain't went, like you know so i never came close that close to him it was more so like in my interview process mm-hmm. um then before we went uh when we were out in the philippines before like the night before we filmed jeff and like a couple of pr- the production people came and we had like a sit down and then we did like a one on one with him. Oh. Um, and so what I remember about that was like they had like a 
I call it a smorgasbord, but a sh- they had like Jeff and his people had like a charcuterie oh. board. And I remember Jeff was eating grapes. So I was like, oh, oh. Okay, you, you like the grapes, baby Jeff boy. likes red, red or green. They were green. <laughs> okay. I remember that. I like green grapes too, Jeff. <laughs> if he's listening. Too. Someone is out too. there writing this down being like, okay, Jeff loves green grapes. <laughs> and I took a grape and a cheese out the door. Didn't even ask. Okay. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. It was there. It's for um, you. So that's so that's really interesting. I didn't know how much did you get to meet the other players before so you it were is there. Such a weird thing. Um, so we when we flew to LA, we were sequestered mm-hmm. in a hotel for maybe like 12 hours. And I remember like our handlers were like, if you want, like sleep in the bed because this would be the last time you sleeping in the bed. I'm mm-hmm. like, bitch, what you mean last time we sleep in the bed? Like, so we then maybe 12 hours later they came. We like all got wrangled down in at the, the lobby of the hotel. We couldn't talk. And so all we could do was like see each other. And mm-hmm. I, you know, one of the handlers was like, just remember, like the game hasn't started, but mm-hmm. the game has started because you can see each other. So we can't talk. So then we go on this 13 hour flight to the Philippines. Then we have like a four hour layover layover. And we're like in like this weird back room of like the airport. And we're there for like three hours and they get us like burgers, like Mm -hmm. the weirdest, like Philippine burgers ever. And at that point, my stomach was like doing flips. I like took one bite and I was like, Ooh, this ain't going to work for me. And I remember Spencer like had like six of them. I was like, (laughs) Ooh, We know that Spencer will ask for another steak. That yes, is something yes, that happens. He, <laughs> he he does not have a problem speaking up. So then we went on this like four hour bus ride. Um, and in the bus, it's like one of those chartered buses, but mm-hmm. they have like cardboard on the window. Like, so it's like pitch black. Oh, wow. But we can't see. And then we get to Ponderosa mm-hmm. and Ponderosa is somewhat of like a resort. And so I'm like, yes. And then mm-hmm. off to the side of the resort, I'm like, why they got like tents out there? So for like the next eight days, we were sleeping in tents. And oh. then every morning we would come up and there was like this pavilion area and we would sit in the pavilion area for like 11 hours. And, you know, they were, we would do like some like psychological testing, some like mm. swimming testing, mm. some like press days. But the most of the days were like just getting up, sitting at the pavilion. They told us like, bring a book. And at that time, we couldn't, like, I brought, like, Chada said, so old, I brought a CD player because mm-hmm. I, I yeah. couldn't bring my mm-hmm. iPod because they didn't want anything that could connect to Wi-Fi that okay. we could communicate with outside world. So really, it was like we just looked forward to, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, you know, wow. these eight days of us just, like, staring at people, um, it's really <gasps> all the interaction that you get. Oh, um, my God. And so you, and that time, you kind of make your mind up about mm-hmm. people. And yeah. I couldn't figure out if I liked anybody at that point in time. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we, I knew, and speaking with other people uh, after the fact, we knew that, like, Garrett was a dick. Um, <laughs> He just like in exuded oh. entitlement. So okay. like they like the only rules that they had was like, don't talk to other people and just sit down. Mm-hmm. Gara had to get up every 10 minutes. Gara oh. had to like go to the handlers, ask a question. So there was even to a point where like they would bring us breakfast, lunch and dinner. Gara mm-hmm. had to be the first person. Uh, like they, they would like literally come over to our table and be like, y'all can get up and go. Uh, he would just get up and go. And so there was even a point of an issue where <laughs> now this is going to sound funny uh, because mind you, I sat at the same seat 
every day. Mm-hmm. I, I sat next to Sarah Lucina. Me and Sarah mm-hmm. every morning would get our coffee and we would smile. And after Aww. the game, Aww. Sarah was like, oh, I wanted to work with you so bad. I'm like, I know Aww. me too. Um, so, That's so I nice. said, yes, I know. And, and I always think like, oh my God, what that could have been if like I got together with, but child, we don't want to like to go down that road because then no. we be And also someday, hey Bryce, maybe someday. Maybe, who knows, maybe. fingers crossed. Who knows? But let me get back to the story. So yes. they had like in the morning time, they had like bacon, all this stuff, but it was like, <laughs> the, this is like, I don't know, like I haven't told this story in so long, but for some reason, it was like the battle of the boiled eggs. Okay. So they like, they, they, they will put a tray out of maybe like seven boiled eggs. First of all, I'm from Philly. It's breakfast. I want to boil eggs. Give me some, uh, ha- give me some hash browns and some mm-hmm. bacon. And you know, a, a girl is happy. Mm-hmm. But Garrett would literally go up and get like six boiled eggs. <gasps> Oh my so, God. <laughs> I will never forget this morning that, like, Garrett, I guess other people, might, like, I guess, like, and, and mind you, Garrett would get like six boiled eggs, and Spencer will always be like shortly behind and get the last boiled mm-hmm. eggs. So I guess some other people must have been like, bitch, we want some boiled eggs too. <laughs> so I, if this is like day four or five, and I'll never forget, like, because I sat at the same seat every day, which happened to be like close to the buffet, but also it was like a really good view of the ocean. So mm-hmm. I could like just turn my chair, listen to my music. I was listening to Meek Mills. Hold up, wait oh. a minute. Y'all <laughs> thought I was finished. Okay, I'm just trying to get myself hyped. But um, he, they, I remember they were like, I, I could just, I remember reading their mouths. And all I remember was like, you can only have three eggs. Oh. <laughs> and, <gasps> And like he kind of sort of made like a, a a thing about it. And I was just like, and I I wrote a journal every night mm-hmm. or not night, but in the morning because there was no light. Mm-hmm. Every morning I would just like write what I thought about people at that time. And I just remember like such an arrogant ass like that I wrote of <laughs> Garrett, like because it was just like, like this is he not this self-aware that like mm-hmm. during the most crucial time of the game, mm-hmm. you are making such uh, an impression. And so for me, it was like not surprising that he was the second person voted mm-hmm. out because I could only imagine what was going on. Well, child, the world could only imagine what's going on in that brain drive. Oh, oh my that- gosh. I love the like, it's like, we can't say a lot, but I will say you can only have three eggs. <laughs> just, just three. <laughs> that's that's what I have to say to you. That's only three. I mean, that's the game started there. And yes. mm-hmm. it's just like you are reading people. You are trying to like get vibes and see like who who thinks about other people. That's like things that like that come up for me. It'd be like, OK, who's letting me go in front of them to grab. Right. Who's right. <laughs> and you have to also be like. Oh, self-aware of yourself. Mm-hmm. This was something that I mm-hmm. didn't know. I'm the, the type of person that I love to be, if I could be anything, like they say, like what your superpowers would be, mm-hmm. somebody could fly. For me, it would be like invisibility. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to a mall and be invisible and just sit and watch people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love to do. So for me, like those eight days, I was in heaven. But mm-hmm. when I talk to like people like Jeffra and Alexis, they said that they, now I don't know if this is true, but they've said that they like tried to smile at me and I like made a face. <gasps> now, I don't <laughs> believe that, but I, the only thing that I can say to that was I also was 
at the same time, I, I was like so in heaven to be like watching these people. I was also very intimidated. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, Cliff is like eight foot tall. Mm-hmm. Garrett is like built like a monster. Tony is dressed like he is a survivor list. Mm-hmm. LJ is like the, giving me this creepy vibes. Jeremiah is over there reading a book upside down. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it's like, no, and that's a true story. Um, but like, okay. so I was, I, I felt so like, am I supposed to be here? So the only thing mm-hmm. that I could think is that maybe they looked at me and then I got, was like, <gasps> and, and like looked away, but I would never like make a face. So, and, and ultimately like Alexis and Jeff were going into our season that mm-hmm. like, they didn't click with me because they already had this notion that like I was mm-hmm. nasty. Wow. That oh, is, this is mind blowing right now, Bryce. It's like it, it like just reinforms everything. I'm just like, I, I have to watch again. Just like thinking about the eggs and the looks, because I think I would do the same thing in that. Like, what am I doing here? I'm just like watching other people. And then I feel like if you like get looked at, you're like, oh, my God, they caught me looking. I have right, to look away. Right? Right? Like, awkward. <laughs> no, oh, my gosh. Like, like so sorry. I wasn't trying to be weird. I promise. Right. <laughs> like, I thought I was invisible. And right. no, we're just all here together. <laughs> Y'all can see me too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh God. Oh, my it's God. so hard. I think it, I, I like now I'm just like thinking of just that that other level of anxiety and like things of just like I, it, imposter syndrome would come up for me if I were to ever be in something like this. I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I can't even run that fast. What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. And you can't talk like yeah. it's mm-hmm. like 12 hours of like not talking. And oh, my God. At these people. It's like, it was the weirdest experience. And it's so like, I love to look at my notes mm-hmm. of like what I like thought about these people because like, mm, not, I'm a social worker. So I ain't even gonna lie. A lot of what I wrote was true. I ain't even gonna mm-hmm. lie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. I can see, I, I, I truly believe I have a gift that I can meet you for two seconds and I can know. Now that's also mm-hmm. a gift and a curse because yeah. a lot of, Probably like all of my best friends in my life. When I first met them, I was like, oh, bitch, I ain't going to like you. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm growing. But a lot of like what I got from people from like just sitting and watching them was like really how how they ultimately played in the game. Mm-hmm. Like I can remember mm-hmm. being like Tony was very good in the sense of Tony kept to himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't like look up a lot. He was very reclusive. He mm-hmm. all, And this is another thing that Tony did that, and it's so weird that I'm thinking about this right now. This is probably the first time I've ever said this. Tony <gasps> moved around a lot. He didn't oh. sit in the same seat a lot. Ooh, that's very Tony. Very shark. Gave, yes, like a shark. He gave the same thing at every table though. But like, he just like kept to himself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no like not a lot of eye contact not like he just was like and so tony was and he wore these cargo shorts and like he had Mm -hmm. like these like wife beaters like these black wife beaters and so Mm -hmm. that just always threw me for a loop i'm like why does this man have these cargo shorts on but that's just me in my own head but like he was very reclusive and i can like literally remember like never really seeing him look up Mm -hmm. never really seeing him like bothered just like he was just there LJ gave that a lot too. Like LJ mm-hmm. was just so I could just tell from just those eight days that they were going to be very like n- not necessarily like dominant players in mm-hmm. the game, but they would carry some type of like dominant allure with them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we see Kagiyan and that, that that's very much them. Yes. Wow. Yeah, they were they came to win the two of them. They both yeah. played hard. 
I feel like also the thing that you are saying is reminding me of in, in the reunion episode of this season, uh, Jeff cites uh, Malcolm Gladwell's blank, which I started reading because he mentioned it, <laughs> but it talks about um, how you can sort of take a long time to make a decision or have an assessment or it could like happen in a, in a, in yes. a couple seconds. And it sounds like you're like, well, instantly we can't talk. So like my instincts are telling me this, this, and this, yes. and they end up being right because mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, we sense this. And then maybe we get to know people, things change. And then they could end up revealing themselves to be exactly who we thought they were. Right. And right. that's why I really felt truly in my heart. I was in such a good position to play survivor because mm-hmm. For me, being an openly gay black man, I am so used to people judging me. Like, I am mm-hmm. so used to, like, people, like, s- listening to me talk, seeing me walk by, and they make their minds up about me. But the one good thing that I, at the time, I knew about myself was that all somebody has to do is, like, spend, like, four seconds with me, mm-hmm. and I got them. Oh, and, yeah. like, you know, so I, I love was, you. yes, I was... <laughs> excited for that. And so again, I was ultimately crushed when I found out that there were three tribes. Like I, mm-hmm. it, like, I, I don't know if you could see it on my face, but, and like, I don't <laughs> even know on this, like I, Jeff, I was the first person that Jeff asked a question to. And I just remember mm-hmm. being like, Oh, they, I gotta talk. Even though I'm like, <laughs> they already know I'm gay. Cause I got these purple pants on, but <laughs> it was just like, Ugh, I was not prepared for that three tribe breakout. Mm-hmm. I knew that if we were on two tribes, I would be able to maneuver. I like mm-hmm. I, there. I would be able to like, you know, four black people. I could at least like, you know, there was just something. So I just yeah. was so caught off guard that I, I honestly, I was not able to recover. Oh, that is that is so wow. I'm I'm thinking like anticipating. You're like, okay, I'm gonna meet half the people now, half the people later. It's 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 more hurdles to think of like this small group and other people like in groups two and three will have their assessment of me from afar. But then Mm -hmm. you have to like restart the work of like socializing. And I think you were such a social player in a way that I was like, there needs to be brain, beauty, brawn, and also social, because that's what I would be. (laughs) It would just be like (laughs) friends of people, um, not uh, running at all. But um, (laughs) I just think it's like, that's, it was so great to see you still be social, like still, you know, like be yourself and and use your ways of being like, I'm like cool and fun and like people mm-hmm. will like you. Right. And it just sucks that like you don't get to be around more people. Right. Right. You just didn't have the opportunity to meet those people who would have loved you earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But it's life. And it's I like, feel yeah. like, you know, and for me, that was like that was very true of my life at the time that mm-hmm. like, you mm-hmm. know, I can get so far, but it's like, uh, I've always, always fall short. I, 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 there's always something um, mm-hmm. about it that, and so for me, it, it was just like, oh, that, that, that's my life. Because in the, the essence that I was telling you, Colton was like the prototype of like the gay player at that time. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. remember like, I, I wanted to be nothing like him. So like, I was very active at camp. I, probably built like 60% of our shelter. Every Ooh, morning wow. I was getting up, mm-hmm. stoking the fire every day, like four times, like our well was probably like a quarter a mile away and in okay. 105 degree heat. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I would well, fill up everybody's canteen. Mm-hmm. I was cooking rice. Mm-hmm. I'm making, you know, cousin Bryce's rice. <laughs> and, you know, for me, I am thinking that I am showing my tribe that I am, you know, a strong player. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jeffra and Alexis will always tell me that how like 
LJ and Jeremiah were so surprised at how hard of a worker I was. And Mm. for me, I was like, yes. But really what that translated to them was like, okay, well, we've never really had any experience with openly gay black men. Mm -hmm. And this is not the experience that we're used to. So he automatically has to be a threat. He (sighs) like, you know, I just, and although I think that they are very good people, I like, you know, I love my beauty tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When whenever we get together, it's always funny because I'm literally like uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hive. Like anytime I'm with LJ or Jeremiah um, or even Alexis for that matter, during the day, we are great. But don't let a bitch get some drinks in me because <laughs> by the nighttime, I'm cussing them out. And at this point, like, at, like maybe I think at four, was it? I think maybe winners at war mm-hmm. um, at, during the pandemic. Uh, LJ was at, happened to be in Philly. So he came to my house and watched um, Survivor with me and Wendell. Oh. And we like, I had drinks and stuff. And so by the end of the episode, like LJ was like, okay, come on, like cuss me out. I'm like, no <laughs> bitch, I'm grown. I'm not, Aww. but it is Nothing. very triggering for me because mm-hmm. I feel like because I was the other, because they never had mm-hmm. this type of experience, mm-hmm. they automatically looked at it as a like, oh, we got a lot. We got to get him out. We can't trust him. But ultimately, bitch, if y'all, if just think about how different game would have been if I like, I, I just, Think about how I could have maneuvered and how I could have helped LJ or helped Jeremiah mm-hmm. or like, you know, just helped the beauty tribe in general. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, here, there, whatever. Yeah. And it makes, it makes sense, though, to even like to that um, dynamic. It's going to like cause a little bit of like regression. Just like when I go home, I'm just all of a sudden like I can't do anything. I like need my mom. And I'm like, excuse me, I know how to right. do everything. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I just go there. My brain. Ugh. But I love I love that. You guys still like talk yeah. and get together. Yes. I think that's and so, watch so Survivor sweet. together. That's yes. so sweet. I love Survivor. Of course, of us too. <laughs> <laughs> I um I want to know Bryce actually. So the purple pants are iconic. Yeah. How did the outfit come to be, and what did you bring with you? I want to. I want to know. So this this story is always disappointing in okay. the essence of. So when we, when I got told that I was like, first of all, you never really know if you on Survivor until like they send you your like plane itinerary that you're mm-hmm. like flying out to LA. Oh, wow. So it's always kind of like up in the air. But throughout the process, they were like, hey, send us some clothes options in these color forms. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know me, I went out, I bought like, I like, my two other outfits were like so bomb. And I remember like <laughs> our colors were like blue, gray, and purple. Mm-hmm. And randomly, I was like, I was like, wait, I have these like purple H&M jeans that like I bought because they were like $9.99. I'm like, hey, I'll just like, you know, I got a, a purple shirt. I'll like, you know, pair that. I loved my other outfits so much oh, more. No. <laughs> and I just remember thinking when I was like with my cousin and like we were like send like we had to put them in Ziploc bags and send them. And mm-hmm. my cousin was like, you know, they're going to put you in them gay pants, right? I was like, <laughs> no, they're not. And I remember when I got like an email saying like, hey, we chose the outfit. We sent the other ones back. My job was happy because I'm like, okay, good. I can return this stuff and put this on my card so I can do my bills <laughs> when I'm going. And so when I got that package back and I was like, like, looking for those purple pants and they definitely uh, were not there. So Mm -hmm. that was a little disappointing. But for me, I am the type of person that nothing in my life has ever been given to me. Nothing Mm -hmm. has been what I've expected it. And I'm the type of person that you make the best out of anything. And so 
I remember when the season first came on and they're like, who is this guy in the purple pants, the purple pants, the purple pants. And so like, they truly like outlived themselves. So mm-hmm. that outfit wasn't necessarily my first choice, but I enjoyed it so much. But so by that time, they had stopped the comfort items. Like, so oh, I necessarily mm-hmm. didn't really bring anything. I just brought body spray. I brought like, and at that time, there wasn't really a huge limit on the amount of fluids that you could bring. So I brought okay. like, you know, mm-hmm. six different body sprays because, you know, I wanted <laughs> in my mind when I was going to tribal council as the jewelry, I wanted to give a different smell every Ooh. time. Mm. <laughs> the drama. I love that. Like, this is what I'm giving yeah, this today. Is me today. <laughs> I love that. I, I love the, I love the pants and it's, I do also relate to like anytime you, a casting is like, we're going to use your clothes. I'm like, Here's something I know you guys like, and I hate it, and you will pick it. And that's just how it goes. It, <laughs> yeah. how it goes. But, you know, it works out. It worked itself out in the sense that I, um, I'm i very blessed to say that, like, I'm very much a part of the Survivor community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the first couple of years after I was out of Survivor, I really wanted to be a part of the community. Uh, but, and I will say this, I ain't even gonna lie, the Survivor community is very much like Mean Girls. Like, it's a very oh. clicky, very, like... <gasps> You know, how well you did on your season mm-hmm. really determines like your popularity or that's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. And so after I got out of my season and I've done the like, you know, social circuits, like people were like not friend. Like I won't um, say everybody, uh, but they weren't like friendly. And they're like, yeah. you know, um, however, it's a testament to, you know my personality mm-hmm. and my love and like you know throughout the years i i'm i'm a real bitch in the sense of like oh, what yeah. you see is what you get and if i say i'm your friend like i'm your friend like if we're like you know so i have like you know made my rounds and i am you i don't know i just have the evolution of bryce uh is something that for me is just always so surprising because in survivor history a third boot is never remembered like you like mm-hmm. you can never just like tell me who the third boot on winners at war was i mean i i, I wouldn't don't, know i can't tell you lita doesn't and know definitely lita right. does not know and i don't remember <laughs> but i've been blessed enough that like my star level like i am more popular now shout out to netflix but i am more popular now um, in like the survivor realm than I was on my season. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I tell that story because it's a true testament of like living your truth, mm-hmm. be who you are, like let your light shine. And even if some days or you're met with cloudy days, you're met with a thunderstorm, you're met with a typhoon, it does not last. Continue to like be yourself and you will naturally like connect with amazing people like never in a million and so I was really jaded with the survivor community for mm-hmm. a long time because I'm like these people are not real like they're not like and you know and look God truly blessed me with like my best friend uh sorry for spoiler alert but like my best friend was on you know Ghost Island Wendell Holland and you know when I first met him I just thought like oh okay that's just another like survivor person but like you know truly like we've grown this brotherhood and he's literally one like I've got keys to his house I like I take Aww. bath at his house when he's not Aww. there like so it is just, I just say it's a testament of just continue to live in your truth and be yourself. And so it is so weird that like, you know, I now have a chart topping podcast approaching my second oh, year. Yes. You know, yes. I, Obsessed. Um, I, I run with the, the elbows of the survivor royalties. You know, I can call Sari Fields anytime <laughs> I want to, you know, Aww. I FaceTime with Michelle Fitzgerald. Like, you know, it's just weird to know that like I was a fan of this and now like, 
you know, I built my own little empire. So I always say that to the listeners that will maybe be Survivor fans. If it does not play out how you want it to, that's not the end of the road. You can still mm-hmm. have just, because I don't feel like I'm a Survivor f- a player. I truly feel like I'm just a Survivor fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how I feel. So if, yeah, just stick with it. Be yourself. That's you. What, uh, what I like to say. I love, love that. that. You're a star. And I think you are and would have been a star no matter what happened. So I love that. Okay, I think yes. that's incredible. I yeah. like that too. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, okay. We have just a couple other questions. Yeah. If you, sorry. If you I know I've been like, oh, I'm going to go on these random no. tangents. I apologize. Oh, oh my. I love it. Never apologize to us. We, are obsessed. Mm-hmm. This is I, absolutely what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. I'm glad. Cause sometimes you ever get them like people on your, your podcast where you're like, okay, like <laughs> what's next? Like, you know, like, so I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just trying to make sure we good. Oh, you're, oh. you're crushing it. This feels honestly so easy. I'm just sort of like, mm-hmm. yeah. like I, you're so right. I love yeah, it. You're right. It's we so love so it. <laughs> um, okay. I do want to know actually. So once you got voted out, mm-hmm. And then you you got to drink. Then you went you went on the trip with Garrett. Where did you go? What happened? What was the vibe so, when you're out early? Yeah, not fun. Okay, so we, we stay <laughs> at Ponderosa, but this time we're not intense, which is mm-hmm. great. Right. Um, we are like you know in the resort, and we wait till we get the last member of our jewelry, which would have been Alexis, but. Mm-hmm. David, at the time, he was like the owner of the Marlins. Yes. So he Who can a- forget? Love that he was out first, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Highlight for me. Uh, he had a private jet that flew him on out. So <gasps> he, I, I never got to meet him at that period oh of time. Oh my God. And then when Lindsay left, like that really was a commotion. Mm-hmm. And they were worried about her just stability so mm-hmm. Lindsay flew right home so it was just like okay. me garrett uncle cliff jatia and alexis and so it was so weird because when i came back my when i was voted out um like i i didn't i didn't meet garrett till like four hours later like he was just mm-hmm. off being himself and so but i Anyway, I don't need anybody to make a party so i just had a good time so <laughs> anytime that someone got voted out we, I turned it into like a party. Like I would get dressed up and I would like wait at the bar for them because Aww. that's what you should yes. do. Yes. And yes. so it became a ritual that when people got voted out, we would like turn into a big thing. And so it was so funny because I remember when Alexis got voted out, the handlers were like, we just want you to know, Bryce, it's somebody from the beauty tribe tonight. And so mm-hmm. at that time, my emotions were still a little raw. Mm-hmm. So... I'm sitting by the bar with my legs crossed, like, you know, who this is going to be. And then it's like Alexis. And it's I feel so bad because Alexis is like crying. So sad. Like, you know, yes. What you saw on there is like she came back and like she was like literally like like she didn't know any of these people. And so she's like literally asking for me because during our time on the beach, we really got to know each other. But bitch, Shady Bryce was out and I like (laughs) I had to deal with my own emotions. And so like, (laughs) you know, seeing her was like really triggering for me. Mm -hmm. So like she runs up to me and gives me a hug and I don't even hug her back because Mm -hmm. I'm like bitch, you voted me out. Like, so yeah. like, I, how can I give you empathy when like, girl, like, so that was like a whole thing. But the mm-hmm. next morning we made up. And so they're like, you guys are going on a trip. So we went to Thailand. 
Oh, fun. So, yes, we went to Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Phuket. It was really, really fun. Um, it is... So the experience was great, but... And I don't want to sound like ungrateful because anytime you can go travel and somebody else is paying for it, they mm-hmm. can be spending money. It's great. But it is like, I would say it's like, say you're back in high school yeah, and let, let's just say a random class, like your gym class mm-hmm. in 11th grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like going on an extended vacation with your <laughs> gym class from 11th grade. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it's like people that you like, yeah. but it's not that like, I want to be with my friends and family. So it's right. like, though it's, and it's a, it's like three and a half weeks. It's a long, that's a long trip. trip. <laughs> that's so oh long to be with kind of randos to you. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, and you know, I'm rooming with Garrett and Garrett is so like, self like I spent the whole and again this is when I thought Garrett and I were friends but I spent the whole time on that trip like Garrett like t- saying like what he could have done and like you know I'm spending the whole time like it's okay it's okay but meanwhile I'm like bitch I'm going through the same thing mm-hmm. you yeah. going through so yeah. it's like I'm constantly having to like lift Garrett up ain't nobody lifting me up um Jatia is like I love Jatia she crazy she would like come <laughs> knock on my door six o'clock in the morning like hey Bryce I'm going to the market come with me girl <laughs> So, Love Jatia. Yes, she is such an icon. Yes. Oh my God. She is still the same way. Jatia will like call me if she's on her way to work at seven o'clock. If I don't pick up, she'll call me like four times. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, girl, I'm working. It's 10 o'clock here in Philly, girl. I like, but yes, I, I love Jatia. So it was an amazing trip, but it just was like, I don't know. I can't say it was like, oh my God, so great. It was like, I wanted to go home the whole time. Like I wanted yeah, to yeah. just like be in my bed and like, but we couldn't, mm-hmm. so we had to make the best of it. And the one, the the one positive thing I will say about the trip is that I remember when I first came down the escalator um, when we were in LA, and I saw Uncle Cliff, and I yeah. was like so intimidated, like honestly, like so intimidated. And then to like figure out, um, well, we knew he had to be a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And another random story here I go. But when we flew to Manila. Mm-hmm. And again, we're not talking. We can't say like they gave us these weird nicknames. Like my nickname was like LJC. I'm like, what? Like, bitch, just give me my initials. Like, just so they gave us these weird nicknames that they would put on our luggage and our bags. And I remember when we were at the airport getting our bags and costumes, like 20 people ran up to Cliff and were like, Cliff Robinson. Oh my God, <laughs> Cliff Robinson. So we all knew Cliff was somebody. But mm, yeah. I was so intimidated by Cliff. Um, and that, you know, and me being an openly gay black man, sometimes I don't have the best relationships with like heterosexual black men. And I think Mm -hmm. that I carry that a lot. And so what I, the one thing that I can say is that what I loved about the trip is that uncle Cliff broke any barrier or stick like uncle Cliff was like, I mean, truly became my uncle Cliff. Now, oh, I, you know, so I won't sweet. share all the stories, but you know, uncle Cliff loved to smoke his little marijuana. And I would just <laughs> say a lot of time on the trip, uncle Cliff would come knock on my door and say, nephew, come here. Like, you know, I just oh. got such an, like an appreciation for him. Um, that it was so refreshing to me. And again, just really reinstilled in my, like my own personal growth that like, bitch, be your fucking self. And even outside of the game, I always like kept in contact with Uncle Cliff. Uncle Cliff was always like, you know, oh my God, he would like love the podcast. And just like, just my relationship with him was just 
that for me was truly the highlight of the, the trip because I never would have gotten that experience um, to have with Uncle Cliff. And I truly like just, I keep it so close to my heart because obviously he's going on now, but I just am so grateful that I, I had that positive uh, experience because in my mind, I knew it would be negative. I knew like he wouldn't mm-hmm. like me. He wouldn't get along. Like Uncle Cliff played more than I did. It was just such a magical experience. So I, I loved it. Oh, that I love to hear that. That's I'm I'm so glad you have that memory from like such a weird bittersweet time of like basically yes traveling with your gym class but then to like get to like form these like relationships with people that you're like i don't know how we would have met before but i'm so glad we did that's really special absolutely so special um i think maybe for our last question um Oh. oh my God. But we'll talk to you again anytime, yes. Bryce. We'd love to. Truly. We would love Truly. to. Um, it would be our honor. Is do you have any tips for people who are considering applying to Survivor? Anything that our listeners should know? Sure. Um, I get this a lot in my okay. DMs. And mm-hmm, I always mm-hmm. I know some people, and I'm not talking all, but I know like some people like sell survivor like tips and stuff and mm-hmm. my thing is like bitch you don't know what they saw on you that you like but anyway that's another topic for another day that's that's my alter ego spicy bracy talking but <laughs> this is what i will say um is and i it sounds so cliche but oh well it's the truth be yourself mm-hmm. um so know that they are telling a story and know that mm-hmm. you are a character so you will have to i i say Talk to your friends before you make this video. Talk to like, you know, maybe your best friend. Talk to maybe a cousin that you don't really talk to and get their intel on what they see you as or mm-hmm. how they see you. Because I yeah. feel like it is important for you when you send in a video. One, mm-hmm. you want to have high energy. Mm-hmm. Now, don't mistake high energy for like being fake. Because mm-hmm. there's a difference. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, be yourself. But, like, you know, if you're normally on a five, just in the video, be yourself on an eight. But, and that's not being fake. That's just, like, turning your energy up. Mm-hmm. But really figuring out and honing in what makes you you. Mm-hmm. And you see on Survivor, they love to cast people that are more nerdy. They love mm-hmm. to cast people that are more, like, reclusive. They love to mm-hmm. cast people that are, like, outspoken. So figure out which that you are and tell your story, Mm -hmm. but don't tell your story. Like you are telling it to like survivor people. I always say like, tell it like you telling to like your best friend Mm -hmm. or you're like somebody that's like trying to hook you up with a job (laughs) that you really want or like with a girl or a guy that you really Mm want to talk to, like be that person. And I think that if you do that, and, and they want real people. So like, you know, what makes you you? What have you gone through? What have you not gone through that, you know, like be honest. Some people mm-hmm. be like, well, I don't have a story. I don't have anything like, well, tell them that. Like, mm-hmm. I've only really been on my three blocks my whole life. So I don't really <laughs> yeah, know a lot yeah. of people. But the people that I'm around, they like me. And I think that and be a, a fan of the show in the sense mm-hmm. of. Talk about how you would play. They mm-hmm. love it when you bring up like other like characters mm-hmm. that you've seen and, and even like specific scenarios. Like if I was on a three person tribe, even though I'm really ready for a two person tribe, I would do my best to this. Like, you know, like so mm-hmm. I think that if you just are authentically yourself, have a lot of energy and 
just know that they are looking for to place you as a character. So you've got to think in that lens. I think a lot of the times people don't think in that lens mm -hmm. and they send it. I know like a lot of great people and they send me they, they videos and I'm like, bitch, that's like, that's not you. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. So it's like, you just want to make sure that you come across, um, and don't put your video on YouTube and don't like mm -hmm. retweet it and don't share it. And here's another tip. This is another thing the survivor doesn't like that I see all the time. They don't like for you to like say, I've applied. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me how many times I see, I've just applied 107th time. This will be my, like, you know, like they don't really like that. Like keep mm -hmm. it to yourself. Like you don't like, you could be a fan, but keep it to yourself mm -hmm. is my advice. That is great, great advice. advice. Amazing. I, I love I love the thing about like turning it up. It's just like, yeah, you want it to be a picture of you and then you just turn up the saturation. You're right. like, isn't this jazzy? Yes. Isn't this a better version of me? <laughs> Look how cute I am. Like, it's just yes. like, turn turn it up, but it still has to be you. And I think, honestly, that's like good uh, life, life advice. advice. Yeah. All advice. All advice. All around and advice. I always hate when people are like, I'm not interesting. I'm like, you are. Like, mm -hmm. well, you saying that, like, no, like, but... Everyone is a person. Everyone has a story. You like it's you've got to be the storyteller. Like you have to tell your own story. If you don't how, like, you know, of course they find people that look like models and all that, but that ain't really what they like. They want real people. So you're a single mother with three kids. They want that. Mm -hmm. You're in grad school struggling to pay your bills. Tell that, you know, you're a waitress working three jobs. Tell that you've been in quarantine with your mom and grandparents <laughs> and you feel like you about to smack Nana <laughs> if she say something else. Tell that, like, yeah. you know, people just don't. Sometimes I, I wish people could see what other people see in them, which is mm -hmm. why I say, ask your best friend. Also mm -hmm. ask your cousin that you may not like talk to all the time like get what they see in that compile that information like write it down think about yourself like just yeah just think about it and go ahead and, and it does not need to be some people i've seen spend like thousands of dollars on like editing Ooh, yeah girl i I held my little iphone up mm -hmm. and was holding it horizontal like it they uh -huh. and they they look through the videos. Now that now I tell you that they look through those videos and like if you are somebody that stands out, they will see you. And guess yeah. what? There are so many people. Now I was lucky in the essence of I applied. Little did I know that they had already had my season together. Like mm -hmm. they had like they had my whole season together, but they were like, yeah, this cast isn't. We need something else, and so they came across my video. And so I never, I never went to a finals week. I never did all that. Oh. Like they literally like flew me out and I felt like I was running for like a, a office uh -huh. because normally they like cattle call those people in and they meet mm -hmm. with the producers and stuff. Me and my casting producer, we were driving to these producers houses. Oh, wow. Okay. And so sometimes it was like at night, some of these producers were like, yes. And I'd be like, Hi, I'm Grace from Philadelphia. And like, you know, then we go to the next person's house and they'd be like, okay, tell me what's like, I had to literally have this spiel. So yeah. I just mm -hmm. say that to say some people have applied 20 times. Like, don't mm -hmm. stop, like continue to apply and yeah, just keep going. And you know, you get it, you get it. You don't, you don't. I feel like I'm, I very much so live in the truth of if it is for you, mm -hmm. it's for you and no one can take it away from you. 
I don't know when it will be, but if it's for you and you believe it's for you, continue to go. And that, I mean, true, that's for anything in life, relationships, yeah. jobs. Fit, like if it's for you, nobody can take that away from you. No one. So keep going for it. Just make sure the saturation's on high, the yeah, black point is on high, oh. the brightness, Angles, the sharpness, okay? Contrast. The, cry, Stu- the contrast. Stay hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was... That was- I mean, yes. If it's meant for you, it will find you. And if it's not now, then it's not now. But yes. keep going. It's yes. a, then it means there's something else out there for you. It's a man back at home that you're supposed to meet. It's a job <laughs> that you're going to get. It's like, you know, there's something else in the works for you. And it's just not your time. But if it's meant for you, it's meant for you. And I that's that's what I have to live by. And that's what I live by. So um, that's just my truth. So I'm, I just always encourage people to live in their truth. I think that that is the most important thing, anything. And I think that that's what Survivor has. Survivor, people always ask me, what's something that you learn from Survivor? Because some people are like, it's such an amazing experience. And I like, for me, it really validated that like, that bitch that I am in my head, I really am him. Mm-hmm. Like for like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's really for me, it was just like living your truth, be your authentic self and don't, don't shy away from that. So, all right, I'm okay. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Cause I feel like I'm just going on, but I mean, it's the <laughs> truth. You're amazing and literally cannot stop smiling this entire episode, Bryce. What it's a delight so- and treat to have you. Oh, I'm, listen, you know, I support my, I support the Women's Alliance, okay? Oh, thank so you. I'm thank here you. for it. I, I love this. I love to the new generation and the new people that are discovering Survivor. I think that it's amazing. And it just, you're in for such a treat when Survivor really comes back out because you get to, like, it is, girl, every Wednesday, it's sub, every third, like, you get, it's a, it's, so much fun. So I'm excited that you guys are getting your feet wet and, you know, getting ready because hopefully this fall, baby boy could come back oh, and we yes. can break down an episode yes. or something. Oh my, oh my God. Gosh. We're going to talk about season 41. Can you believe it? Surely I cannot wait for Wednesdays to become my Fridays. You know what I mean? I'm yes. ready for that like live White feeling. Rice Wednesdays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Um, Bryce, we're absolutely telling everyone to follow you. You have to listen to Bryce's podcast, Purple you really Pants have Podcast. To. You have to. Um, do you mind just dropping your social handles for the listeners? Sure, of course. If you want to follow the baby boy, it's very easy. It's mm-hmm. Bryce Isaiah, B-R-I-C-E-I-Z-Y-A-H, Twitter, the TikTok, Facebook, or, you know, for the grandmoms and aunties out there, mm-hmm. you know, the Instagram. I'm most active on Instagram and Twitter. And yes, you know, follow my Purple Pants podcast every Tuesday. I'm dropping some heat for you. So, you know, make sure you come on and get some Issa, 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 Purple Pants podcast. But yes, but truly, guys, I was so excited. I was so glad and honored when you guys reached out to me. Um, I had been keeping up with the podcast that you put out and I loved your energy. And so I was like, you know, just so excited to be a part of this. And I love to uplift and support people and especially women. And you guys truly are amazing. Like I like I I feel bad because I a lot of the times on my podcast, sometimes I'm like, bitch, shut up and let other people talk. But I really was just so excited to talk to you guys. So I think that you guys are doing amazing things. Keep it up. And like, you know, sometimes the podcasting can get like a, but you got to like pump through it and you got to like continue to do it. And I think that, you know, setting a, schedule, having a format. And I Mm -hmm. like, you know, from listening to the episodes, I can clearly see the, I can, 
I, I just, I, I get it. And mm-hmm. it makes me excited to continue to listen to see where it's going to go. So I'm just wishing you guys nothing but podcast love over here. Thank you so much. Thank that you. That, and it means I'm speechless on a podcast. She's speechless and I'll work, I'll work on that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that means so much. And we, we so appreciated having you on and like getting to talk to you about this thing that we love to watch so much. And it's just, it's incredible when you meet your heroes and they're freaking cool. People. And they're amazing. So thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Come on. Third boot. What? <laughs> <laughs> no one would ever say that though. No, mm-hmm. we're not. No, no, no. Not, not to us. Not to us. <laughs> now, I'm nice too, but I do, I do cuss holes out on the Twitter too. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> just saying. But for the most part, I'm nice. Oh, my God. Well, we love it. This has been such a treat. This has been such a treat. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. And thank you for being a part of the Women's Women's Alliance. Perfect. Honestly, flawless. Every time we nail it. You just listened to the Women's Alliance. I'm Lita Darmian. And I'm Jenny Gorlick. You can follow us at Women's Alliance Pod on Instagram. Please cast your votes to keep us alive by subscribing and rating wherever you get podcasts. And when you leave a review, tell us your favorite season of Survivor and maybe we'll cover it next. And make sure to share it with your tribe. Thank you to our producer, Megan Pope. And our network, More Banana. The cover art is by Destin Molina. The theme song and music are by Boy Brooks. But it's us singing. And remember, everyone's welcome in the Women's Alliance.